Hello, welcome back to the Palette Plug Podcast. My name is Kyle. I am your host. And today we have Luis Guerrero over at AMC Palettes in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I was going to allow him to introduce himself and then I decided to just step right in and do it. But <laughs> let's talk about your role, what you do there, and, and we'll start to go into the story of how your business, family business got started. Yeah, so thank you, Kyle, for having me again. You know, it's a, it's a pleasure being able to talk about my story and, you know, how we started here in Phoenix, Arizona. So my name is Luis Guerrero. Um, I'm the oldest of eight siblings. So, yeah, Whoa. so I have five younger brothers and three sisters. So in total, there's eight of us. So, wow. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm uh, for what, what I do at the business, you know, I'm a sales manager on site. You know, I kind of network with other people, see how we can, you know, uh, just essentially grow the business. And on top of that, for the majority of my day, you know, I try to deliver loads, pallet loads to our companies, our vendors. So I'm, I'm busy doing that, you know, answering phone calls, have my AirPods on and just do business calls while I'm on the road. And gotcha. uh, yeah, so that pretty early on eight, when I turned 18, my father needed drivers at the time. So um, I decided to get my CDL. And that's where my career started of a, a CDL driver. And it's been it's been awesome, bro. It's been, a, you know, I've been able to see uh, so from I started at the bottom, you know, just, you know, just stacking up pallets little by mm -hmm. little, you know, finding out what measurements were what and started rebuilding them. And okay. I did that for a couple of years. And um, yeah, I've been working with my dad to, ever since I was a, a child, you know, since, you know, as long as I can remember growing up in the pallet. You know, me and my brothers would be hiding, playing hide and seek. You know, for a while yeah. when we first started, um, we were living on the site. We would live on site. Okay. So wow. we'd come out and it would be work. So <laughs> so know, no playtime. Yeah, <laughs> no playtime. You know, trucks coming in and out. It was kind of dangerous. You know, as yeah. a child, but it, it's 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 you know it's what I did. It's a yeah. core memory, and it's it's cool to uh, you know just see the 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 bigger picture now that I'm older yeah. and um, you know, that's something me and you're going to talk about later in the podcast, but yeah, bro, that's what I do. And uh, um, yeah. Awesome. That's great. So, so you, so has this been your, this has been your life, right? Like you haven't, you haven't gone elsewhere, worked anywhere else, you know, came back, decided you want to work in the family business. Like this has been yeah. it from the get go. Yeah. It's been it from the get go, bro. You know, I saw a potential, um, you know, you have your friends who tell you, dang, your, your dad owns a business and, you know, you're going to inherit it one day. All that pressure has been kind of all in my life. You know, yeah. it's it's hard to separate work from, you know, from your 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 home time. You know, sometimes yeah. that 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 hinders to my relationship with my father. But but no, we, we're, we're working on it. You know, communication is a big key in, in, in a well-functioning business. So mm -hmm. I tell him, like, you know. I'm I'm your son, but at the same time, I respect you as my as my boss, and that's something that we we communicate pretty well. Yeah, I can imagine that that gets pretty tough at times, where it's like, all right, I'm home, and I don't want to think about work. You know, I got exactly. my kids, I got my family, exactly. like leave me be. <laughs> so yeah, bro, we can be on vacation, and he's you know we got to get this going. I'm like, Dad, come on, like this is chill. <laughs> Is that was that even like when you were younger, like starting out as a driver, like family vacations were still work related and things of that nature or yeah yeah i mean he you know we don't we take christmas and and uh and um and new year's off but other than that bro you know no martin luther king day or whatever you know yeah. we work 
all around. But, you know, he 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 considers my family, you know, he knows the priority of my family. So, yeah, he's he's really cool. You know, when it comes to vacation, we all take groups. But, yeah, I love that. I think that's uh, that's pretty awesome. And I think that that's a side that, like, you don't necessarily hear a lot of, you know, it's it's like when it's a family business, where is the boundary between like your time and their time and right. business time? So right. all of those right. things. So, yeah, I'm sure yeah. that it took some time to to work at work it out. But yeah, it's, it's good to hear that you guys have that yeah. relationship. So so he was the one who started this business. And when when did that all happen? Like, what was his story in, in regards so, to? Yeah, so he came from Mexico. He uh, crossed as an immigrant. Um, you know, just went to uh, a local high school here in Phoenix. He met my mom, and you know, he started off having babies too at a young age. You can imagine eight kids, and um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, at the age of eighteen, he had my older sister. I'm the oldest of the boys, and I have an older sister. Okay, and gotcha. so he, sta- he started. He started grinding here in Phoenix. Um, he started. Uh, venturing out, you know, seeing that there's a lot of potential in the market business and, you know, picking up pallets from in a little Chevy truck at Lowe's, at Home Depot and little, you know, uh, food city places, you know, like little uh, uh, just fries and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, yeah. And little by little, you know, he, he started what it is today, AMC Consolidated 18 years ago in 2006. That's when he he uh, really established an LLC and became, you know, a legit company. Gotcha. Okay. So, so was he like picking up pallets from the beginning? Like that was just something that he had seen and known about or like, how did he kind of discover that? So, so yeah, so he knew people, his, it, it, it runs in the, it runs in the family. He has older okay. brothers, cousins. So he saw how they were making it out, but gotcha. just, you know, by the grace of God and, and him having well connections, we were, we were able to get with higher, um, you know, like 4840 and, you know, Chep and Peco. So we started out with Peco being like a, a, a broker or like a vendor through okay. Peco. So we were, we were, uh, you know, painting the red pallets and, and we were rebuilding them and yep. using them as a source of, of, of pallets. And yeah. then it came too much to the point where it was so much stress and it wasn't even benefiting us. So we got out of Peco and okay. started the Whitewood business, which we do molds, um amc does uh tree boxes recycling we have a big wood chipper and all the trash we recycle it and we do shavings we do roll-offs we do pretty much everything in in the wood business anything you can think of we uh we do heat treat yeah we do the whole nine that's awesome yeah i was i was going through your website like right before this and i saw that you guys did bedding and stuff so like is that a do you guys package it up yourself or is it more of a like you want farms to buy it in truckloads or how does that work yeah so we have the roll-off containers they're about 53 yards and it's, okay. it's pretty big it's it's a good amount so typically what uh customers order is like a whole roll-off and we just it's like a belly truck you know you dump it and all the shavings come off gotcha. so it's it's always nurseries uh, uh a lot of uh ranches ranches mm-hmm. in scottsdale and um yeah pretty much playground people too a lot of schools call us to go drop off I saw that. That's cool that you guys have that that like community aspect of things too. Like I I've always thought that it's got to be really difficult for a pallet company to find a way to like get involved in their local community because you know, it's like not everybody needs to buy a pallet, but like that that seems yeah. like it's good to become known for that and like 
right if you guys got multiple schools or whatever you know like you build your relationships with right. contractors i'm assuming that like are the ones who are building the playground so they call you so yeah it's it's cool that it's like just a another avenue that you guys have kind of moved into and was it a um was it a need-based thing or was it a like you know does arizona have laws around the, the disposal of wood so you guys thought that was a good avenue to pursue like how did that one i come think up? yeah i think that was the avenue my dad was looking at he saw that pallets were like so he didn't want to have all his eggs in one basket per se gotcha so he saw he he invested in the in the wood chipper and then lat He's like, oh, well, this is making me money. Maybe I can invest in, in it's, I don't know what, but it's a shaver. It makes logs into little uh, uh, thin shavings. Oh, okay. And, gotcha. And yeah, just by word of mouth, bro, like uh, all the schools, we, we went to one school and then they told another nursery and then nursery started calling us and, and preschools and ranches. And um, yeah, it's always good to, you know, venture out your options, not just be stuck narrow minded into one thing. Yeah. It's innovation, bro. That's, it's a key to, uh, just building a, a a good business. Yeah, no, and I mean, it sounds like your your father is savvy. Like, it sounds like he really started to consider other things and kind of wanted to, um, like you said, to pursue other options. So, like, you guys do the pallets, you do mm -hmm. boxes, you do shavings, mm -hmm. um, and then I'm assuming when you're saying heat treating, like, you guys are your like you'll heat treat for other companies too. Is that what you mean? Right. Or, okay. Right. Right. Gotcha. We have a, a license for a kiln. We have a, a kiln. And mm -hmm. you know what that does? It it it, yeah. it uh, heats up the temperature and it, it deletes. Yeah, so we do that, and um, yeah, it's been going good, bro. That's pretty awesome. So so your dad started out; he was 18 years old, and it's mm -hmm. been since then. And you're saying 2006 was his like official formation of the LLC and business. And so, right. what has the evolution of like where you guys are located been like? Because you said when you started out you guys were living on the same property that you're working on so how did that how right. did that go so we started which was my first home we lived there for about five years and i think mm -hmm. my dad you know i was like five at the time or i grew up i was born here and i grew up at the house and then i remember moving from this downtown phoenix area that's where our first location was at down to the outskirts like you know ranch style my dad got a ranch and okay you know we live out here kind of wild wild west out there yeah. and, uh, which is cool man growing up with horses you know ranch style like it was all yeah. cool um so we lived and then i remember my dad buying a property um for about like three years we we moved from four to from two locations to where we're at now and okay. um you know we're considering probably moving the side from a different from that side right now because as you know i, I don't know if i told you but our yard has burned down twice no wow what happened yeah so that was a big that was a big impact on my dad seeing um so there was a electrical uh um uh, just yeah there was there's a a spark that happened that overnight that i just remember calling them calling me at 10 p.m you know your yard's on fire and you know my heart just sank my heart yeah. just dropped and i remember driving with my wife and then just seeing the flames from the freeway bro you know, and and I know it took a toll on my dad. Something that you work for your whole life, and then just the fire diminish everything that you worked for. Yeah, and um, dealing with insurances was a was a hassle for months and months. And to this day, you know, we we never got back what we what we 
what we had, but you know, we were able to build up on that. That happened on uh, uh, April of 2021. Oh, so really not that long ago. No, and then it happened again recently last uh, November, Jeez. which was not not that much. But you know, that's that's another thing too. You know, the firefighters and the the the, the, state, uh, the government's always like looking at you. You know, seeing your safety hazards, is doing inspections and OSHA and all that stuff. So yeah. We, so that's something that we got to consider at all times. But yeah, that's been that's been where we've been going on from since we started. We've been at this uh, location about uh, going on 12 years now. Wow. Okay. And so, Mm -hmm. I mean, after two fires, you guys are wanting to consider somewhere else. Maybe there's bad luck or, you know, something like that associated with the building. So, yeah, I can totally understand wanting to start over somewhere fresh. And I feel like that's something that I've heard a lot about with with Pallet Industries, that it's, it's very difficult to get insurance and like quality insurance and especially Mm -hmm. you have inventory that could light on fire and the insurance companies aren't really too keen on insuring that you know the warehouse Mm -hmm. and the building and equipment is one thing but inventory itself i've heard is like almost impossible or if it is it's extremely expensive so i can only imagine the process that you guys had to go through to uh, I mean, receive, I, I guess, the insurance money from that and everything. Um, wow, that's crazy. So like, what do you guys, what what did you learn from those experiences? I know it kind of sounds maybe sh- shitty to ask, honestly. <laughs> no, but, no, no, no. Yeah, you know, no, is there something that you learned from those things? Yeah, bro, that, that you know, that that work. What can I say? It does, I, I know it sounds cliche, but, right, you know, you know that, it's, it's yeah. what you learned, you know? <laughs> Well, Good. basically, bro, like I have a lot of faith in God and, you know, that um, that nothing, nothing here's uh, forever. Everything's temporary and something for it to vanish like that. It kind of made m- my dad and I realize, like, you know, we can't put everything into this. Like, we got to have different ventures. You know, if this doesn't work, we got to have a plan B. But, you know, also be more responsible and more on top of what we're doing all like not just be so uh lenient on things you know we got to have fire extinguishers here just safety all around it 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 really takes a toll and just being communicative with the with the people there you know making sure that they clean up you know Mm. i know i talked to a lot of a lot of my pallet buddies that they have a a specific hour by the end of the day that they just make sure they go from end to end and make sure that there's no you know wires hanging loose or you know when you're breaking pallets you see all those little grindings and you have shavings and that's basically like gasoline bro like little sawdust yeah and 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 yeah bro just i mean i could take away anything just yeah just take care of what you have i'll be gone in a second yeah no and and that's you know it's like one of those harsh realities that you don't necessarily think about until it's there or it's that like kind of light reminder for yourself you know like Mm -hmm. i don't mean to make this related to myself but like i just felt like i want to share just because it is relevant um but Mm -hmm. uh so i mean what is it it's been almost a year 2022 um my my stepfather was in the hospital and you know we had the impression that he was going to be coming home and 45 minutes later he passed away and um yeah it like really kind of messed up my my family um in a way but my point from all of it is Mm -hmm. that it really kind of 
made me realize like that it's one of the catalysts as to why I started the podcast, to be completely honest. You know, I was I was I don't want to put myself out there. I don't want to talk. You know, I don't want to expose myself like this, you know. But then after that, I kind of was just like, what's the point in caring? You know, and it's not in like a weird way. Like, I don't care about myself. It's just like I don't care about people what their reactions are going to be, what their response is going to be. You know, it, it's right. one of those just like you, you have to do it because you never know what's going to happen, you know? And mm. I know it's not necessarily relevant to what you're talking about. You're more oh. so talking about like safety and, and things no, of that, that nature. Um, but that's good. Yeah. And then and that's kind of like why I was thinking about it, where it's like, you're right. You know, it's like you guys are going home and you pack up for the day and you don't think about, you know, making sure that every pile of dust is picked up or, right. um, you know, like you're saying, wires are, are, are put away or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like you yeah. never really know until something happens. So it's good that you, you were saying that you've been talking to more of your friends who own pallet companies and uh, talking to them about what their process is and what, a, what their procedures are. So, I mean, if right. there's anything maybe that you would want to share with somebody, you know, like what would you say to, to somebody if, after that experience you know what are some things you guys have put in place maybe procedural processes safety things like that i know you said fire extinguishers and cleaning and stuff like that so yeah right. if, if you wouldn't mind um no no yeah for sure um so like when it first happened bro it was a lot of mental you know like it really brings you down for a month you we didn't have work and it's just like it was it was depressing bro like we thought like you know I, but it's like you got to be perseverance and remember why you started and you know why you because we love it bro it's pellets it's, it's in our blood and yeah and um and you know we started um telling our 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 our, our workers like hey guys well if if we want to make it work we got to work as a team you know it, it just can't be one-sided we all got to incorporate in this and yeah bro little by little we had to be throwing out all the the like the burnt inventory we our trucks got burned our forklifts and it, it, not only did we have to get all that out Mm -hmm. it was um we had to get our inventory back so what one of the procedures that we started doing is um by the end of the day we 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 take about 45 minutes to make sure all the sawdust is cleaned up mm -hmm. and you know that's something i would uh, recommend a lot of pallet pallet users to have fire extinguishers you know it's essential that you have fire extinguishers because even though you might not think it'll never happen to you you know it can never be too safe better safe than sorry you know yeah and um what else just yeah just being more on top of your guys at the end of the day making sure that they're cleaning up i think that's that's been a really key for us you know mm -hmm. just telling the guys be being aware and letting them know what has transpired and how we can learn from it you know don't think don't don't take anything for granted i think that's helpful you know i think that um it's good that you guys didn't go the route of of blame you know and pointing right. the finger at somebody and saying this is your fault you know like everybody kind of right. it sounds like you everybody mm -hmm. took ownership over it and, and yeah. just said look you know for this sure. is a crappy situation we're gonna have to take what we learned from this and just keep moving on and um yeah i think that that's that's important and i think uh, like I appreciate your honesty in, in you saying like it sucked, you know, like it was depressing, like it was a yeah. not a fun time. Um, and, and I think that that's something that not many people talk about one as as men and two as just like business owners, you know, mm -hmm. blue collar. It's just kind of like, you yeah. don't really talk about your emotions right. that much, but it's right. like, dude, oh, yeah. 
stuff tears you down sometimes. And I mean, I can't yeah. even imagine like my ignorant mindset is like, oh, well, you guys have insurance. So it's like, you know, it's taken mm. care of. Right. But like, it's right. clearly not. It wasn't that, you know, it was much oh, yeah. more than that. And yeah. um, yeah. So, I mean, like, would you mind just kind of like maybe elaborating on that a little more? Like, what was it? What was what was it like to see your father in that situation? And like, I'm not trying to, you know, pull things no. that you don't want to share, but just no, like, I do how, mind. Did it bring <laughs> like did it did it bring you guys closer? Like you know, was it something that you both just looked at each other and you're like, you know, where were where was our head at prior to this? Or I don't know, you know, I'm just kind of curious. No, no, no. I, I love talking. this. I love yeah. this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, bro, my dad. It was. I've never seen. You know, my dad. He's old school, and we're you know we're the younger generation. So I never seen my yeah. dad really. I haven't seen. I've seen him a handful, a couple times, cry in front of me, and. I remember that night, him just standing there crying with my mom and him holding us together, bro. It definitely brought us stronger. So all my eight brothers and sisters, we all went out there. And, you know, it's it's mainly me, my dad, and then yeah. uh, two of my younger brothers that really, you know, like are day in and day out there. Yeah. Um, so for, for all of our family, just to be appreciative and thank God, like, that we still have each other, that nobody was hurt, nobody died. Yeah. And that, you know, we just, we have each other. Um, just being more appreciative, it brought us really closer as a family and just, you know, help that helped my dad and like him being the head, help him grow and see like what his priorities were in the business, like how well, how, what he can do to, you know, bring it back together. And um, yeah, bro, it was really a hard time for our family, but it definitely brought us closer and um, just made us who we are today. Well, thank you. Thank you for for sharing that, you know, and I and I feel like yeah. that's um that's a something that again, it's like you don't you don't think about it and then you see those people in those those times and yeah, it right. really starts to kind of shape you as like, okay, you see this person as your your role model and their your your um your parent, you know, and and then now mm -hmm. you see them in a place of uh I want to say just like being a real human, you know, like, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I, he's, he's, he was vulnerable at that moment. Yeah. Like he's like, I don't know what to do guys. Like, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. Cause this is all we know. I don't, I don't know anything else. So yeah. I kind of like, it made me too take more initiative. Like I was kind of passive, you know, being the, 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 the boss's son, you know, getting laid, doing whatever I wanted yeah. to do type thing. It took, and I was like, you know, I, I need to help my dad out. I need to take more initiative and take this serious. So, um, that was a, a key role too, and for me, you know, start branching out, and networking, and you know, meeting you, you know, just I, yeah. I never knew there was a whole business, like a whole palette. I thought <laughs> palettes were small. Like if he yeah. thinks, like my secretary told me this: if you think small, you're gonna stay small. Yeah, it sounds taboo and cliche, but it's no, true. Right. Um, yeah. So I agree. So so and so that's was that kind of like one of the catalysts for you? Like you started to, to like build your LinkedIn and, and things like that and start to reach out more. Is that right? Okay. Right. That's why I built in LinkedIn, you know, started pulling on Facebook, just seeing what I can do to uh, essentially, you know, be more efficient and help my dad grow the business. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I mean, it's like obviously unfortunate circumstances and, but mm -hmm. isn't that kind of life sometimes where it's yeah. like something shitty happens and you're just yeah. like, all right, well, it's either I sit, sit in it or I get up and I look for something else or I keep learning and growing and pushing. And so, yeah, yeah so let's kind of branch into like, you know, your 
your thoughts on the future for this, for your company, for your family? Um, you know, like what, what do you think? Hmm, where do I want to go with this? I'm trying to think like, first off, I guess I would just say like, are you excited to potentially become the owner of AMC? Yeah, for sure, bro. That's definitely uh, been lingering on my mind lately for me and my wife. I was talking to my dad today and, you know, he's actually like, seeing that I have a lot of potential, you know, being a millennial and mm -hmm. like the newer generations all through society, through social media, you know, through the internet. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's, he's getting older and he, he knows that things are changing and he can't keep up with it. So he, he's therefore giving me more leverage little by little, you know, giving me a little more and more. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've always asked for. Like, I've always wanted to show my dad, you know, I have, I have what it takes and, 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 you know, the Mexican, you know, a lot of people like the Mexican culture, they like to hold on to everything. I don't know if it's just Mexicans, but, you know, my dad, he was like, he doesn't like to, he doesn't like to ask for help. But now, <laughs> I don't think he's alone. He's... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a, I think it's a like, like 40 and up type thing, yeah, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. They're prideful, man. And they're yeah. stubborn. Yeah. But no, we've, well, thank God we've been able to establish a good communication where we, you know, he tells me how he feels. I tell him how I feel. And, you know, we go from there, like how I can help him or what am I doing wrong? You know, I'm always willing to learn. I'm a humble guy. And I'm, I'm always like asking him, like, what do I need to do? How do I talk to this business partner? You know? And, yeah. So I'm really excited, bro. I'm really excited. I know I have a lot of plans and, and um, you know, hopefully we go forth from there. Yeah. I love that, dude. I think that that's like, especially as as somebody who is a millennial, you know, like what, what has your experience been with that? Do you, do you see a lot of people our age who have interest in this industry? Like, do you have employees who are around the same age as you? Or is it mostly older people? You know, like what's, what's that kind of been like as a, as a millennial age in a old industry that seems more blue collar and it seems to be run more by um the older generation you know like right. what has your experience been like right so i have a few buddies like and even family members that that are my age from i'm 26 mm -hmm. and i have from 26 to 30 that age year gap they all have um, um they all have pallet business and they're really oh, ambitious wow. they're really ambitious and and i can see that they have a lot of hunger and that's something i was telling my dad like he doesn't have the capacity to deal with that stress anymore you know he's yeah. he's dealt with it his whole life you kind of just right. get you know you can't keep up with it and he's like i see that ambition in you i see that you're hungry for it and um at the same time i have my little brother he's uh 21 and then a 19 year old you know they're kind of more like texting and you know yeah. more chill their their generation's weird but you know <laughs> my dad always instilled in us a good work ethic mm -hmm. you know so I think I thank him for that, for instilling that work ethic in me. So I think that's why, like, I can't just be still, you know, on the truck driving. I have to be making phone calls. I, I I like to be productive or doing something. But, you know, from going from CDL driver into this sales manager type role, it's yeah. going to be a it's going to be a challenge because change is hard, but mm -hmm. it's necessary. Yeah. Um. So from there, so is that kind of. You know, is your father kind of giving you stepping stones to move you into the? Okay, gotcha. So yeah, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Moving yeah, into so. this sales manager role, um, right? What what are you what are you thinking about when it comes to that? You know, is you, are you like 
shit how do i build a lead list or you know is it yeah. Bro, <laughs> I, yeah i was i was i was like bro i don't know nothing about palettes like i just know how to build them i know everything about palettes but i don't know like the network park i don't know how to you know i i have a good way of talking to people i can establish a good relationship with the clientele yeah you know, how we can how, how can we service you better mm-hmm. but i don't know how to get into the bidding auction i don't know how to do this and that so Gotcha. I, I'm 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 just an open book, bro. I'm whatever whoever's trying willing to teach me, I'm I'm willing to learn. Well, hey, this is a great place to ask. I mean, sometimes I think there's people who know who are watching it, but you know, that's what the Facebook group is for too. You know, feel free right. to to use that as a place to try and connect and communicate with people. Because what I've noticed is like people are willing to share information, but they want to know that it's it's going to be used and it's going to go to somebody who like, you're not just looking for the easy out, you know, like right. you, you're prepared that it might suck and it might take a long time or it might be mm-hmm. a whole process. But like, mm-hmm. as long as you're not just asking in hopes of getting like a quick out or a quick right from it, right. they are willing to share. Um, right. So yeah, I, I would definitely say, you know, like if anybody is listening and you know, these processes and you're willing to share it with Lewis, you can find them on online and on Facebook and all of those things. I'll be sure to include links to your profiles and stuff so people Thank can you, find bro. you. Yeah, yeah, Appreciate of course. It. Like that's the whole point, you know. I think that I'm always appreciative when people have questions that they put out there for potential mm-hmm. listeners. And like again with the Facebook group, um, I was talking to somebody today that sells um, trailers, Jordan um good mm-hmm. dude great guy he's always looking out for me he's always sending me people to talk to who are pallet companies and today i told him i was like maybe instead of you know putting a post out in the group as like i'm selling this trailer or these trailers like pose it as a question you know go in there and say like hey mm-hmm. how does how do you guys find tractor trailers to purchase what's your process right. do you have a guy do you have a website you know like yeah. create yeah. a conversation and then through that you know, Facebook likes to see interactions and comments and things of that nature. So it's going to be more inclined to show that to more people, potentially increasing the conversation more. So my whole thought was like, instead of just trying to sell something, like create a conversation mm-hmm. because people might be more willing to talk to you in regards to that. Um, right. And so, yeah, you know, same thing kind of goes for you. If there's stuff that you're thinking about and like my background is sales and business development too. So like if, you want to sit down together at some point in time more than happy to like you know help you show you how to build a lead list what my process was like when i was brokering like that was i can do that um yeah more than happy to help out man you know i love i love connecting and sharing and i'm no expert but i'll definitely share what i know and then you can do Mm -hmm. what you want with it and see where it goes (laughs) take you up on that man yeah thank you bro yeah yeah just yeah just uh yeah, like you said, a lead list and knowing how to, um, you know, reach out to those customers. And I know there's a palette market for everyone. Yeah. It's just a matter of you going out. You can't just expect it to lay on, fall on your lap. You know, you got to no. go out there. No, it's not. It's not COVID anymore. <laughs> You're not getting calls out the door. Bro, yeah, I was <laughs> I was going from door to door. You know, that that's that's all I know. Like, that's how hungry I was. I was just handing out my business cards for the big companies and corporations. And they just, they were like, some of them were like, you know, if you know, the, you got to talk to the office manager or, or mm-hmm. the warehouse manager. But if you just give to somebody and they just look at you like, uh, we don't do this no more. You got to go online and bid. Oh, you know, really? 
Yeah, so I thought it was from door to door to door and, you know, like old school, but it's not like that, bro. You, you know, we're, we're living in different times where you got to go online and register through the through the uh, through the city and get a bidding and bid. Interesting. All that. Gotcha. Yeah. So did did do you feel like you have an understanding of that process or do you think that that's still one of those like you're just going to have to give it a shot and see how it goes just, or something? I'm just going to have to give it a shot, bro. You know, fail after failure, you'll soon know what you have to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too that like, you know, sometimes people are afraid to ask questions, but like you'd be surprised if you like people are a little bit more willing to help you if you are asking for help, you know? Right. right. It's it's weird, but sometimes if you kind of give people the control or like the mm-hmm. ability to depict how it's going to go for you, you know, they right. might be more willing to help you out in those situations so you know by all means i think that uh when when you get come across those i i, I hope for the best but yeah mm-hmm. definitely don't be afraid to ask questions i think too you know i've yeah. never experienced it i don't know what it's like so i'm just saying right. from experience and other things but okay anyway um so yeah so so moving into the sales and and um starting to own that process you know mm-hmm. what what do you think are some things that that you like have planned for that you know like do you have a a, an attack plan kind of strategized yet or are there things that you're thinking about or avenues that you like want to pursue that you guys haven't been doing yet you know like what where's your head so we're my we're trying to get more into the bed shavings um because the palette marker is really low right now so Mm -hmm. we're trying to get into the shavings and and the wood chips more avenue so just uh one of the the big companies here are like Frito-Lay, you know, they use it as alternative okay. fuel to gotcha. make chips. And um, as probably my strategy would be, you know, just to, uh, shoot, just to, you know, I think um, build a, a better, I was talking to a couple SEO agencies, which are mm-hmm. search engine optimizations. Yep. And I didn't even know those existed, bro. Like those are oh, things right. like I'm barely, you know, being aware about and i think it's just for me being so tunnel vision in cdl and and, and, the, and the driving world yeah and now that i'm becoming a sales manager i have to see ways i can optimize and be more efficient in the business and grow it so i think one of my strategies is you know building a better uh, search engine optimization or a better website mm-hmm. um be more accessible to the community and, and social media bro social media is big i don't have uh anything else but facebook but i'm considering doing instagram or tiktok anything that can grow the business you know yeah yeah and i I think that that's kind of something that not many like that's honestly like that's why i created you know my business and my website was to help companies in regards to that process not directly you know i don't do like personalized seo for websites and things of that nature mm-hmm. um more so just obviously creating the, a platform for people to be found but with mm-hmm. that like that yeah it's a huge it's a huge thing that not many people think about and and again like pallets was the oh i go and knock on doors or you know mm-hmm. maybe they know of me somehow or literally you're, you're a huge pallet yard in town and everybody sees you so like obviously they know you exist type situation mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but yeah i think that more people are moving to online and and it's good that you're learning about these things and researching them and i i really think that there's a huge um 
not even like I don't want to say there's a need for it, but I just think that it's like it's the avenue that I want to pursue is just like content for the palette companies. You know, I think mm-hmm. that like like if you a couple times a day take out your phone and record a guy building a palette, record a guy breaking down a palette, record him yeah. moving palettes, you know, just stuff like that. Like, yeah, it's just it's it's helping put your name out there and and right. build your brand and and i mean like eventually dude it could turn into like one of those things where you might start a a, a whole instagram or tiktok page based off of mm-hmm. i don't know palette con- yeah you know yeah, palette cause... content and stuff and like yeah. maybe you just do jokes about palettes or you do like informational things about palettes to like educate people like right. there's a dude um I've, I've had him on here uh he's a great guy of course my name i can't think of his freaking name right now um i want to say it's like the palette guy is his youtube page or something like that um okay. mike mike is his name but he's got a lot of good videos out there um especially on youtube and he really takes the like educational approach um mm-hmm. both in regards to palette people and you know like things to think about as an owner and then also on the consumer side of things and saying like oh well you know here's sizing and and things of that nature but his you know his mindset was like branding getting his name out there building that sort of reputation for being knowledgeable uh and and a personable guy and yeah i think that it's um it's only helpful you know And, and as long as it's not consuming too much of your time and it's not something where you are like spending hours and struggling with it it's like no it shouldn't be something that you like get overwhelmed with it should be something simple yeah. and easy but again it's like you know you might be able to hire an affordable like social media manager for right. i don't know a couple hours a week and you just send them videos of stuff and they just put right. it out there whatever you want you know it's like there's, there's yeah. so many options out there um but yeah i'm glad to hear that you're thinking about it and i think again it's it's a generational thing you know it's mm-hmm. we recognize the value of of using these tools that exist to to help us you know right the website should be a source for leads but also a source for brand representation and and the about mm-hmm. me exactly. you know facebook is a place to maybe put your updates on hours and uh, you know hours of operation and do little like you know christmas things and this and that right. information right but yeah, yeah so in my spiel like my whole point is just there's all these different tools that are out there and available to you and the more that you use them and you learn how to use them and use them effectively like it's it's like a nail gun you know the, right. the faster you learn how to do it and and use it <laughs> the faster you get it at building pallets so it's a yes, it's similar comparison so yeah, like yeah but <clears throat> no i think that um yeah going from from the guy who like obviously you you have daily concerns for the business as its family but going from driving and not really having to worry about much to then being the fuel that keeps your engine running you know it's right. it's it's overwhelming um it is yeah so like uh, what is. are what are some things that maybe you're you're doing to like prepare yourself are you like you know reading books or anything like that like sales books i don't know yeah just go ahead <laughs> no, yeah you know honestly uh just watching a lot of uh what you've been doing and a lot of shark tank no i'm just kidding uh <laughs> oh no, yeah just being like 
people cling to people who know what they're talking about, you know, someone mm-hmm. who sounds confident and, you know, knows the business inside out. That's how I want to be. I don't want to, I'll be honest, you know, sometimes if I don't know something, I'll be, I'll be honest. I'll be like, you know, I, I can't answer that question and it sucks, but you got to be transparent and, and, and honest. But at the same time, you want to know what you're talking about. So like you said, I'm, I'm preparing myself just knowing more of the business, you know, searching up YouTube videos, like, you know, just seeing on LinkedIn, like seeing all those businesses do the videos and it's inspiring, you know, yeah. like being, seeing, being a small business, you know, I want to grow it into a big business. And, and that's one of the key factors is just knowing your product and knowing what your value is and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think that um, it's, it's one of those situations where you, you never really know what you're going to get into until you get there. You know, like I mm-hmm. think that pallet conversations, I've walked into places when I was selling pallets and started the conversation on pallets and ended up talking about, you know, somebody's like vintage car that they purchased or something, you Halo know, it's two. like, yeah, Halo two. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or Halo three, Halo three, Halo three. Halo three. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. Well, yeah. And, and you know, it's like us, like exactly. Like we started our conversation about, I commented on your LinkedIn post and it just kind of went from there to us connecting and, having a phone call and yeah you know i think that you're very you were very human and i i try to be as human as possible as well you know i think that Mm -hmm. um there's a level of expectation as like a business owner and as a business that professionalism and stuff exactly yes but i think that it's also like the cool part about small businesses is that like you you are still a human being you know like Mm -hmm. corporate's great for efficiency and productivity but like they kind of you're you're a cog in a machine you know there's no human yeah. aspect of to any of it you know especially right especially with the companies in this industry i've had mm-hmm. i mean no offense but kind of like you know <laughs> it's just i don't know yeah, it's, it it's it's scary you know and you yeah. see it and i you know i was at alliance automation and they're going the route of robots and i i respect it and i think that it it makes sense for safety and efficiency and things of that nature but yeah man like we're what's gonna happen to the people you know and with that again it's like as as a small business like you are you are your business you know it's it's hard to separate yourself from the work that you do on a daily basis so i think it's all the more reason to be expressive and be more of a person and be more of that like talking about video games with people and your hobbies and yeah. you know like i i think that that's kind of the joy that that you get in your position is right you you proudly get to represent a, a business that you know your father built with his bare hands that you now get to take over and it's intimidating and i'm sure it's going to be overwhelming yes. at times but but yeah it's, you know it's that's that's kind of the beauty of uh of small businesses i think and what america was meant to or said to be built on you know is uh right. people um right yeah that was that was a ramble but um no but so yeah so so kind of just you know learning trying to do research trying to kind of dive into those things um what else do you think that like you want to bring to the business you know not not just relevant to sales do you have you been looking into maybe um like forms of technology and like i said alliance has like robots robotic uh dismantlers things like that you know have you been branching into that 
Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, one of them or a couple of them would be would be like the the I see a lot of new palette. We, we we've never had one of those palette machines that make the new GMAs. Mm-hmm. That's something I really want to invest in. You know, just a little bit of robots. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. But you know, yeah. at the end of the day, bro, you you got workers that feed their family. You can't just throw them to the street. Right. So, like you said, there's a human aspect to it, and you know, having empathy for those people. But you know, it's, it's just more more efficiency. I think would be in the in the in the pallet builder. I want to invest in those pallet builders. I know the roto chopper. Um, probably just be more efficient all around. I think, yeah, like you said, um, yeah. Do you guys use um? And I I feel I have to do this. Phil Phil Varley over at Pallet Pallet Connect. Have you heard of Pallet Connect at all? Uh, I saw it. I think on LinkedIn. Okay, he's a good dude. Um, yeah, I would definitely look into. It's like a CRM, so a customer relationship manager, but it helps with inventory. I don't know. I'm not a full expert. I'm supposed to do a podcast with uh one of the individuals over there to kind of get more of the deep dive into it. But mm-hmm. um, I'm again big on the sales guy. You know, like when I saw what what they were doing, it was a. I felt it was very relevant and could be super helpful for pallet companies so i would definitely check that one out if you're looking for more like computer management um sales Mm -hmm. and inventory and things of that nature um i'm trying to think if there's other things out there for you well i mean no i don't know because you know i I haven't really built that many connections with people that you know build the the newer um pallet equipment like the manufacturers of it Mm -hmm. um but okay, yeah, I think that that's I think that's good. You know, I think that moving into more automation, like you're saying, kind of taking the workload off of some of your people, but also right. it means that they could potentially be working on other things where you could, right. you know, maybe train one of them to be a sales guy or something. Who knows? Right. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like, what do you what do you think that the future kind of holds for you? What are some things that you're excited about? Some of the things that you're not looking forward to? Um, yeah. Let's. I think that's that's a good that's the route that I'm thinking. Okay. Well, just like you said, bro, um, it's intimidating for sure. You know, it, it kind of falls on your shoulders. You know, you're mm-hmm. the you gotta you know, basically lead the business into into those avenues, and um, I'm just excited though. I'm excited just to you know face new challenges and get out of my comfort zone. I've been driving for since I was 18, and I'm 16 now. I mean, I'm 26. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I was like, "Whoa, dude! Got a little Benjamin Button situation going uh, on." <laughs> no, uh, so that's all I know about driving CDL yeah. and semi trucks. So it's it got kind of boring for a while. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So I'm just excited, bro, to help my dad and the business grow and in every aspect that I can do. Um, just my social skills. Um, to you know closing sales and, and like you said getting those leads for new customers you know even going nationwide i know it's it's my dad used to go to new mexico we used to have a business we used to have like a second site in new mexico okay that's that's it later in the future but you know you can't be close-minded i'm open to anything yeah no and and i think that it's when you get put in that situation where it's like you become responsible for thinking of everything in every direction that you mm-hmm. could possibly go in it's mm-hmm. it's a lot, you know, and that's why I right. think that like it's cool that you've grown up in it and you've got to witness it and see mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. 
now it's kind of your turn to to start to do your own version of research and and information gathering to to help um but yeah man i'm i'm excited for you guys too i think that it's it's really cool i'm i'm i like to see the younger generation kind of moving in to take ownership over these businesses and i think that like i i like to see that versus them being sold you know i think that that's something that um i'm i'm always excited to hear about is that it's like the the person that was fundamental in building the business and participating early on um to now be at the point where like you will be able to um have a direct part in in the business uh, is it's cool it's exciting to see and and i think as well like like i was saying i don't see too many of people our age like kind of coming into this industry so right um it's nice to kind of hear that like you're taking an active role in in taking ownership over it and you're not like yeah i'm looking forward to getting out and selling it or something like that you know (laughs) yeah it's it's a a, like my dad's baby you know he we 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 grew up around it and I, i definitely want to take it in care and you know just do the best i can you know and it's cool that i get to meet people like you who are you know, helping us essentially. And, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for that. I wish the market yeah. when it w- was better than it was, you know, <laughs> ten, you know a couple hey. of years ago. It was a gold mine. I know. I know, man. And that, I mean, I hear it quite often. Um, it's definitely a topic of conversation within the Facebook group. I think that it, with, with anybody, it's, it's a, a struggle right now. Um, I mean, if only there was some clearer answer as to how to resolve, but I think that it's, you know, you can you can point the finger at whoever you want. I ultimately think that what happened was, in it's the uh, supply and demand. You know, I, right. I really think yeah. that that's kind of what it comes down to. Um, but yeah, you I think mean, it's going to get better. I would hope so. You know, I think that like a lot of people are unsure but i've talked to some people who are in lumber and they're saying that lumber prices are going to go back up a little bit does that mean that pallets are maybe not because i mean i know of it's like i said supply and demand you got to think that like there was so many new whitewood pallets that flooded the market that you know when when covid was happening and nobody could find a pallet to to sell and now it's Mm -hmm. like there's so much of them that they can't get rid of them um I don't know. It's tough to say. And quite honestly, I don't think I know enough to be able to truly speak on that. Um, I think that there are people out there who do. Uh, I think that Shally um, over at Pallet Enterprise is a good guy. I think that, you know, he writes some some good information on the industry and he has a couple different market reports that they have as a company mm-hmm. as well um, to help on, on pricing and information. Um, I'm trying to think. Rick, Rick LeBlanc. Uh, he's another palette related writer. He's got a lot of good information on just new things going on. But I think it's also like what I'm doing right now even is like I'm avoiding it because I have no idea, you know, like I'm avoiding the question and the concept because one, I don't know well enough. And two, it's like, right. how can you predict something like that? Nobody predicted that prices were going to go to $10, $12 for A's in New Jersey and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. You know, I think it's a matter of um, many factors that I don't know enough about to truly right. speak <laughs> well informed on. Yeah. Um, 
but I would truly hope so. And and I don't know, you know, what what does the future hold? Who knows? Like Alliance, they make made a joke that like the future palette company is run by a dog and one guy. And uh, I was like, what is what's the joke there? You know, and he's like, well, the dog is security and the guy feeds the dog. And it's like, OK, so like, you know, the the, the point is that there's not going to be people running the palette companies it's going to be all robotic and things of that nature and it's like is that Mm -hmm. what the future holds who knows who knows um is it going to get to the point where large companies consume all the small companies and you know pallets are a four or three company run operation in the united states like who knows who knows you know it's kind of a scary thought to think about and somebody in in your shoes where Mm -hmm. you know your family's legacy was built on something such as this um, right. yeah man you know it's kind of like i i don't i don't know I, and I, it's we can predict and make assumptions and like i said kind of like rag on people as much as you want but i, I really i don't know enough and i think that things change so quickly nowadays too where it's like yeah i don't, I don't know something that worked yesterday is like not gonna work anymore and and it's not something as simple as like i don't know like training a dog i guess you know right Mm -hmm. like there's i don't think there's ever gonna be a robot that will be able to train a dog and i just i think of that because i used to train dogs you know and it's like i recognize the the like you need to understand it more than i think like an ai you could train enough on um but then you think of something such as like car sales where it's like it's gone. It's moving online. You know, I think it's moving mm-hmm. away from people don't want to go and buy cars in a dealership anymore. They want to sit at their home and be able to purchase it. They want to know what it's going to cost. Yes. They don't want to be pressured into a situation where they're paying more stuff like that. You know, it's yeah. like, I kind of see that for the better. Not going to lie. I used to sell oh, cars yeah. and you know, people hated that experience. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah. maybe, maybe that's a good thing. But then again, now you're, taking away jobs from car salespeople and like what are they gonna do now you know they're gonna have to go into it and learn how to work on the computers and stuff (laughs) that are helping sell the cars i don't know you know it's it's so hard to say um but yeah i don't i don't know i think i'm just rambling at this point i really don't know (laughs) what to say um but okay so let's you know we're coming up on an hour um are there any things that you know, maybe you wanted to ask me or you wanted to maybe put out to the audience to, <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that, uh, You're fine. that you wanted to either ask me, put out there as a question to potential listeners to get a response from through comments or, you know, they can always reach out to me and I can always give you the answer to the questions. But yeah, mm-hmm. is there any, any um, final moments that you would use this as your time to share? Plug yourself you know ask your questions if you want to ask me stuff feel free this is this is for you oh man the red i know a lot of man. pressure <laughs> uh no man i'm just i'm super grateful you know just to be here you know on this podcast i've never done anything like it and you know it's it's definitely a time to where we need to grow um i need to grow as an individual as a as a you know as a potential business owner and just be, I want I'm an open book, bro. I'm, 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 I want to learn. 
and who's ever out there, you know, who can teach me a few things about, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to learn and connect networking and, uh, yeah, man, just thank you. Chief's going to take it all the way. Go Chiefs. <laughs> nice. Nice. I'm glad you did that. Um, cool, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm always appreciative to have people on, you know, it's, it's always a rewarding thing for me as much as people say it's, you know, cool for them. It's to me, it's like, well, thanks for wanting to even have the conversation. So I'm appreciative of you, um, for yeah. sharing and for having an open and honest conversation with me. Um, very, very appreciative of that. Uh, as far as I know that you had a question. Oh, um, you know, potential bidding, things like that. If anybody knows right. uh, on, on that, wants to share some information, you can send it to me or you can send it to Lewis directly. I'll include all of his links, uh, profiles down below in the comments. Um, let's see. Is there anything else? Uh, plug your company. Name. Where to find you. Give the email. Best point of contact. Go ahead. Put it out there. Uh, okay. So my company business is called AMC Consolidated. And my uh, email is L underscore Guerrero 14 at Yahoo.com. And yeah, you can just reach me out there. That's my business. And uh, yeah. Cool. I'll include that in the bio as well. Um, yeah, man. It's always when it comes to the end. I never know how to end it. I always like to give space. To, to share and things like that if there's Not one yet. thing if there's one thing that you would want to to share with somebody um whether it's about your business or you know it, words of inspiration i know it's again go ahead what do you got okay. uh proverbs 3 5 says trust in the lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own understanding so even though it might look you know I'm, I'm I'm relating that to the business market right now. Even though it might not look good, we just gotta trust in God and and, and be optim op like be uh, what is it? What's the word? Optimi optimistic. 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 Yeah. You know, not just you know, e e like you said, either cry about it or do something about it. You know, just yeah. you know, just be perseverance and you know, look look at the at the bigger picture. Look at the 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 glass half full, and um. Hey, man. Thank you, bro, for having me. It's yeah. been a pleasure. Absolutely. Well, for all of those who, who have tuned in and listened this far, uh, I'm greatly appreciative. Check out thepalletplug.com. Lewis and his company can be found on there. Uh, as a new member, I'm greatly appreciative of that as well. Um, I have some plans this year. I'm really trying to work on some more stuff for the site and a couple other ideas I've been messing around with. So, uh, we'll have to see about those things. I'm looking forward to more guests. I have a couple more people lined up to talk to as well. So I'm excited about nice. those things. But yeah, thank you, Lewis. Um, I'm appreciative for everybody who listens and for those who come on. So thank you. Thanks for listening. And I hope you enjoyed the show. <laughs> Take care. All right. Yeah. And